0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillah, before Salatul Isha, we touched on some of the virtues and the lessons we learned from some of the verses in Suratul Mu'min. And uh, continuing after those particular verses in which we are encouraged to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and focus on his uh, forgiveness. And how Allah subhanahu wa taala accepts Toba. A few verses thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa taala addresses the mu'minin and says, "الَّذِينَ يَحْمِلُونَ الْعَرْشَ وَمَنْحَوْهُ يُسَبِّحُونَ Bihamdi Rabbihim. Those malaika that are entrusted with carrying the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa taala. What is the arsh? The arsh is a particular creation of Allah subhanahu wa taala. In English you translate it as throne But it's not actually a throne It's a specific creation of Allah It is the biggest known creation of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala to insan In a hadith in At-Tirmidhi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Explains the vastness of this creation The arsh And he says bi Illa That the vastness of in fact, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said the, the vastness of the heavens In comparison to Al-Kursi Al-Kursi is another creation of Allah Which is smaller than the Arsh We, those of us who know a little bit of Arabic We translate Kursi as chair. So in our uh, context it is a chair. But for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Nobody knows besides Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala The exact form of this particular creation In any case, describing its vastness Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said The entire universe which is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the seven heavens which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam traveled through with Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi wa sallam the night of Mi'raj. Millions and millions of light years in vastness. In comparison to Al-Kursi it is like a ring in a desert. ka halqa halqa is a ring placed in the middle of a desert. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam further says وَفَضْلُ الْعَرْشِي عَلَى الْكُرْسِيِّ كَفَضْلِ الْفَلَاتِ عَلَى الْحَلْقَةِ and the vastness of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over al-kursi is like the vastness of the desert over the ring. So we can never even fathom or imagine how vast this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And Allah is so mighty and so powerful. Although he has created this arsh which is so, be- so huge and, and great in size, if he wants he can create millions and billions and trillions of similar arsh. Without any hesitation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ala kulli shayin He is not weak in any way with regards to this So Allah says that this huge creation of Allah Has got malaika that carry it with the permission of Allah They carry it with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa describes these malaika He says The distance The distance the distance from the earlobe of one of these angels till the shoulder is the distance of 700 light years or even faster than that. So imagine how big would the head and the rest of the body of that angel be. So eight malaika like this carry the arsh of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are millions and millions of malaika who make tawaf around the arsh. Alladhina al-arsh wa those around and there are millions of malaika in the heavens that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. The pure creation of Allah, who do not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way, continuously in ibadah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Mas and he said, Ma fi sama'i arba'i There isn't a space of four fingers in the heavens, except, wa, malakun aw sajid. Except that there are malaika either standing in qiyam, worshipping Allah, some in ruku, and some in sujood. So Allah is not in need of our creation, of our ibadah. The point here, respected brothers, is such huge creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then we have a person on this dunya who thinks that he owns the whole world and he can control every person he comes into contact with. How foolish would such a person be? When there is such a huge creation of Allah out there, which we are not even able to see and notice its function, how it functions. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse tells us, الَّذِينَ what do these malaika do the hamalatul arsh the ones carrying the arsh yusabbihuna bihamdi rabbihim they make tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they glorify him they express his purity and him being free from any blemish and fault and defect yusabbihuna bihamdi rabbihim wa yu'minuna bihi and they express the iman although they do not sin they do not have the capacity to sin but they express that. we amantu billah we bring iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what is the third thing they do this is where We, you, and I come into into the into the verse. They make istighfar for the mu'minin. Those malaika who are so mighty and so powerful, constantly in the remembrance of Allah, they're busy carrying the arsh of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. As we are sitting now, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says they're making istighfar for the mu'minin, the people of iman. So all we need to do is ensure we protect that iman, so that we become worthy of the dua of these malaika, and what do they Allah doesn't stop there Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the continuing in the verse what dua these malaika make Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they say rabbana so there's a specific group amongst the believers that these malaika make dua for firstly they say rabbana Allah kullashai'ir rahmatan mercy has enveloped everything Every creation of Allah benefits from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya. Whether it be mu'min or kafir, with with iman, without iman, everybody benefits from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, in the Akhirah, the rahmah of Allah is specific for the mu'mineen and those who will succeed by entering into Jannah. And I always just make a slight point here on this particular part of the verse, that sometimes people accidentally say, Allah loves all His creation, Allah loves all humanity. That is incorrect based on the verse of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, la yuhibbul Innahulayuhbulimeen, Allah does not Inna Allah yuhibbul mu'tadin. Allah does not love the oppressor, Allah does not love the person who does not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there are two distinct qualities and verses in the Qur'an. One expresses the rahmah of Allah, His Rahma envelops everyone. Whether it be mu'min or kafir, a person who, who believes in Allah or not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows them to love, he gives them rizq and he allows them the opportunity to ponder and reflect over what their purpose of life is. But the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is exclusively for a person with iman, for those who have iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us with iman. So the malaika say, Rabbana wasi'hta kulla rahmatan wa ilman, that Allah's knowledge has also encompassed everything, Allah knows everything, nothing is hidden from Allah. فَغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ Tabu. So those of this group of believers, you forgive those who make tawbah amongst them. Now who of us do not commit any sins? And this is why this ayah also gives so much hope that Allah has appointed malaika to be making dua for the mu'mineen. But it gives us a task to do as well. That we need to do muhasabah and check our lives. That who have I harmed, who have I wronged, what have I done wrong with regards to Allah's rights over me. And then turn to Allah in repentance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not destroy the, the ummah with a general form of destruction while Rasulullah was in this dunya, nor will Allah destroy them while they are making istighfar and seeking repentance, asking for forgiveness. Oh Allah, I'm weak, I made this mistake. So and this is why we are taught even after we do good deeds to ask for forgiveness we make salam assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam abu bakr siddiq say astaghfirullah 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 we make istighfar after even doing a good deed so they make dua they say oh allah forgive those of the believers who make tawbah forgive lil allane tabu wa سَبِيلَكَ and those who make an effort to follow that way which has been sent unto them by the anbiya alayhimus by rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam because that is the only way accepted by Allah وَأَنَّ هَذَا sirati مُسْتَقِيمًا fattabi'u the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the way of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam faghfir lil ladina tabu wa ittaba'u sabilaka then they continue making dua may Allah make us worthy of their dua al-jahim. Oh, Allah protect these people These believers who, who turn in repentance Protect them from the fire of Jahannam This is the dua of the malaika And they continue making dua And Allah tells us of the dua Oh Allah allow them to enter into those gardens of bliss and enjoyment In the akhirah when they leave this world Allow them to enter into Jannah وَمَنْ صَلَحَ مِنْ آبَائِهِمْ وَأَزْوَاجِهِمْ وَذُرِّيَّاتِهِمْ And also those who are righteous amongst their parents and their spouses and their children. Which means a person of iman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will unite him and his family in Jannah. And based on whoever's got the higher rank, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow the ones in the lower rank to be joined with the ones. It's like an akhirat upgrade from economy to first class. That's the best upgrade we can get. May Allah give us all those upgrades. And this is why it's so important to not frown upon anyone who look down on someone because you don't know what their rank is by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a person, a grandparent, maybe was not a very learned person, but they did something special and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them a higher rank and the grandchildren came afterwards and they were but weak in their a'mal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ that we will unite them with their, with their offspring and their children. Because what will Jannah be without your family? Sayyidina Adam salam was in Jannah, was alone with all the bounties of Jannah. But he didn't have anybody to share it with. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore gave him somebody to share Jannah with. So they make dua for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enter these group of believers who make tawbah for their weaknesses and their sins. And, their con- and tawbah means you turn to Allah. Allah, I made this mistake, I made this mistake, I seek forgiveness. And sincerely from the heart. Now, sometimes shaitan, the old specialist of misguiding people, he'll tell you, hey, you made tawbah twice already for that guna. How much tawbah? You're playing with Allah. Rather, don't make tawbah. You're carrying on. When you're old, you can see. When you go for umrah or go for hajj. So the ulama tell us, no. Even if it's 70 times you make a mistake and you make tawbah, and you say, oh well, Allah, if I, I, I made a mistake, I slipped, it is my mistake. And I repent, and you make that mistake again. You still make tawbah, the doors of tawbah are not closed to a mu'min. We shouldn't lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if we make mistakes. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that this is the dua of these malaika, that they make dua that we should be entered into Jannah and united with our families. May Allah unite us all with our families and with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah. Then they make another dua, they say, Allah protect these mu'mineen, these believers who have Iman and the miktawbah, protect them from all types of evil and harm. All types of, of bad, whether it be in this world or in the Akhirah. And those people who are saved from the evil or the harsh punishments of the Akhirah, those are the ones who will really benefit from the Rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is true, true success. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this A beautiful explanation of what the malaika, the pure creation of Allah Who are with us constantly They are malaika with us, protecting us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Each mu'min has got with him the angels that protect him And this is very evident with small children You see small children, you know, they're walking And the parents are too far to to, And you say, Allah, this child is going to fall He's going to get hurt now And then you say, the child is fine Nothing happens Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps malaika with them Keeps malaika with us On condition that we don't do something which embarrasses the malaika In the form of disobedience Because then they distance themselves Like in a hadith it is mentioned When a person utters a a, a lie A person utters a lie Then the malaika who are with him Run a distance of three miles away from him Because of the stench which emanates from his mouth May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us So This is uh, one of the verses Which I wanted wanted to touch on And uh, In Tonight's recitation, there were also many verses, alhamdulillah. One was uh, certain qualities that the believers should be possessing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ذَلِكَ الَّذِي يُبَشِّرُ اللَّهُ عِبَادَهُ Allah gives glad tidings to his special servants, الَّذِينَ أَمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتُ To bring iman and do good deeds. Um, And then further on he says, الَّذِينَ اجْتَنِبُونَ كَبَائِرَ الْإِثْمِ وَالْفَوَاحِشَ وَإِذَا مَا غَضِبُوهُمْ يَغْفِرُونَ the true servants of Allah are the ones who go out of their way to ensure they stay away from the enormities, from the major sins. The small ones, we all fall like we said yesterday, we do fall pray and we fall short of fulfilling the the, 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 the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing these small sins. But we, we can do tasbih and some good deeds to wipe away the effect thereof. But a true servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who makes sure that the major sins of Stealing and zina and uh, intoxicants, murder, all these things which Rasulullah has mentioned, we stay away from that as much as we can. Well, fawahish and indecency. And then Allah says another quality of the mu'min, "Idama hum When they become angry, they forgive. The, Allah didn't say they don't become angry. They do become angry, but after becoming angry, if there was an altercation, then they forgive, they cleanse their hearts. And Sayyidina Ali radiallahu answers, says Only a donkey doesn't become angry You can hit it, kick it, it's still going to be stubborn And do what it was doing before you kicked it But it's a human being will get angry But the, the test is for us to try to train ourselves To control the anger And to not And this is what happens in marriages also this is where We have a big problem Where a husband and wife have some altercation, they have an argument And then the husband in his rage you know, he runs short of words. All of us run short of words when it comes to our spouses. You come to a certain point, you don't have an answer. So now the weakling who is intellectually weak, he doesn't know what else to do. He either physically abuses his wife, or he will say, talaq. Or he says, talaq, 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 say, a thousand talaqs. And then he goes for gush to different areas now. Now he comes to this Imam in Houghton. And he said, you know, I didn't actually say talaq, I said ta, la, maybe the letters were not pronounced with tajweed. So, maybe the validity of it, maybe there's like, isn't there like something? Then this Imam says, no. Then he'll go on to Bosmont, or he'll go to Lens, and he'll go fatwa fishing. Then he finds the fatwa which suits him. And he'll explain everyone in such a way you know, omitting certain things. Actually, I didn't say this. I, I was sneezing at that time, so the word didn't come out. And uh, so, then one morning I was "Yeah, okay, maybe they, actually, he just needs that." And they say, uh, "No, this mana said that no, there's, there's no, there's no talaq. And he, he knows he's living a life of disobedience to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So, anger, as difficult as it might be, one one Sahabi came to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, "O oh, Nabi of Allah, please give me some advice." So, if somebody comes to uh, any one of us or a senior person in the family, they say some advice. They say, "Sit my boy. Let me give you a lecture." Rasulullah sallallahu said, "La taqdab." Do not become angry. Bas. Control your anger. He said, zidni "Zidniya Rasulullah." Some more advice on the Prophet of Allah. He said, "La taqdab." Don't become angry. He said, "Zidniya Rasulullah." He said, "La taqdab." Do not become angry. That's all you need. Nabi sallallahu Alaihi used to give advice to the sahaba according to their temperaments. So he knew that anger was something which featured a lot in this person's temperament. He gave him advice, just a short advice, not too long. So one of the qualities of the Mu'minin is when they do become angry, then they forgive also. They firstly, they control their anger and they also they forgive uh, one another when uh, somebody asks for forgiveness. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also highlights in surah An-Nur as al-fadl. Nobility of somebody that he forgives and he pardons. Somebody does something wrong to you and you pardon that person, it's a sign of nobility. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they are the ones that respond positively to Allah. They establish salah. And their matters are based on mutual consultation in their affairs, whether it be in their family matters or whether it be in the community matters. They make they make shura, shura is consultation, and discuss with those people who have experience in particular fields about what uh, is a, the, the, the best way forward in a particular matter. So shura, in the hadith, Nabi says, a person who makes istikhara and istishara, two things. He makes istikhara, salatul istikhara, when you're asking Allah for khair and in, 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 in you need to make a decision or a person who makes mashura and consults with a, an expert in a particular field, these two people never regret the decisions that they make because they didn't go blindly into anything. It was always hoping for help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking others for assistance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the true understanding and the tawfiq to uh, spend the remainder of the month of Ramadan uh, in the best way possible, Inshallah, The nights are the most virtuous of nights let us take advantage of it by next week perhaps this time we will be this will be part of our memories allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq inshallah wa akhiru da'wana rabbil alamin